Welcome to the Vibing Consciously podcast, where we explore the power of conscious living and elevating our vibrations. I'm your host, Kat, and I'm a metaphysician and energy healer. I specialize in healing trauma and guiding us on the journey to self-love. My purpose is to help the world heal through this pivotal time in history, and I'm honored to be here by my best friend and co-host, Sarah. I'll be here to help everyday people find ways to stay healthy while healing, because it's essential to nourish our bodies as well as our minds in order to stay fit and create a life of joy. To heal is to touch with love that which we previously touched with fear. Welcome back. Hey, everybody. Today, we're going to be talking about dreams, another one of our favorite subjects. A lot of mine and Sarah's conversation outside of the podcast is usually about dreams. Yep, it sure is. I think every morning, pretty much. Oh, my God, Sarah, my dreams. Oh, my God, Kat. Wait till you hear this. You're going to be writing books. Yeah. Sarah has a lot of prophetic dreams. Oh, yeah. A lot will not be discussed on this podcast, but I've had quite a few that have come true, and I'm waiting for the rest to happen. Yeah. I mean, it is pretty crazy when you dream about something and then it comes true. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't realize how important dreams are. A lot of people think that we just have dreams just to have them because they're weird and wonky, and half the time they don't make any sense. But we're here to tell you that dreams are signs. Mm -hmm. They're always messages to us from our subconscious. And we're going to tell you how that works so that you can learn how to read your dreams and see what they're telling you. And we're going to tell you a little bit about the different kinds of dreams. Because it's not just a dream. There's multiple different kinds. Yeah. And speaking of dreaming, Kat, I honestly feel like I need to go to sleep and start dreaming because I'm going to be honest, guys, I'm tired right now. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie and tell you guys, oh, good. I'm doing great. I'm good. No, I'm tired. I think it's time to go to sleep and go to, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the universe, you wouldn't believe it. And we're going to branch off a little bit because that's what me and Sarah do. (laughs) But today we are celebrating my birthday um, a couple of days early. Happy birthday, Kat. Woohoo! Oh, God, yeah, I don't sing either, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and Sarah texted me over a month ago saying that she wants to go get crystals because she doesn't really wear a lot of crystal jewelry, and that's all I do, you know. I wear all these crystals. And so we had made plans to go to a local crystal shop and also get lunch and record and then get dinner. (laughs) Well, it didn't work out that way because first we went and got lunch and Mm -hmm. it was great. But where we originally planned to go was closed. It hasn't opened yet and it was supposed to be open according to Google. (laughs) So we had to go somewhere different, which was good. But then... Uh, we rode out to the crystal shop that we were going Well, we to. should also say where these locations are. So the first one oh, was yeah. in Lillington. The next one was in, was it Andrew? Yeah. So the first shop that we went to in Lillington, they closed, I'm telling you, two minutes before we got there. Mm-hmm. And it was due to family matter. So it wasn't normal closing time. So we thought that they were open. So then I just Googled crystal shop in Anger, which is the town next to where I live. And we were led to a a, gift shop, a gift shop, (laughs) a Southern store gift shop where when we walked in and we asked the lady, Hey, do you have crystals? She looked at us like you got, you know, foreheads. Right. 
she was finding that crystal right in our third eye is how she was looking at it. <laughs> but what else was odd was when we were on our way to Lillington, we passed two cops who had their flashers and sirens on and they were flying by us. Mm-hmm. And we said, you know, what's happening? We didn't know. But then when we got to the shop and Andrew, it looked like someone had been hit on a bike. And I told Sarah, one of the things I noticed by being high vibrational is I find myself in not so great situations sometimes. And I see things that I don't necessarily want to see in that moment. But when I see those things, I immediately send love. I send healing. I know that they're going to be okay. And even though it's not a great situation, I find myself in it a lot. And that seemed to be one of the reasons why we ended up in Andrew, because this lady had no idea where to tell us to go. And we ended up being led to another shop who is tied to the original shop that we went to in Lillington. And it's kind of this cool little place where people rent space and they have their own little boutiques or shops in there. And we're led to a book that we both think that Sarah needs to read. Mm -hmm. We got her some crystals, got me some plants because I was saying that I needed some plants. Well, we walked into that other little shop after and I found some elephants. Found some elephants because elephants are Sarah's spirit animal. Mm-hmm. And um, my favorite part of this entire journey, though, that we did today that was originally only supposed to be maybe an hour turned into about a little over three hours long. <laughs> yeah, we were in the car for a long time. Oh, yeah. My favorite part was all the different synchronicities for each place that we went to. Yeah. That was just, I mean, the synchronicities were in like so insane. As the woman was talking, I was trying to hold it together by not mm-hmm. laughing. Yep, because some that of the things rude. that we were saying, we're like, oh, yeah, that's, that's what you have in town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, because we know how everyone is a protection of us, and our guides are everywhere speaking to us through everyone around us. And Mine were wanting to make me laugh. Yeah, there was a couple of times where I said, I swear to God, our spirit guides are laughing their asses off behind us right now. Oh, and we even drove down a road called Yogi Drive. And I was like, why are we, where, where did this road come from? And I wasn't even supposed to go that way. That wasn't even my <laughs> normal route to Lillington. It, halfway through it, I'm like, why am I even going this way? But uh, yeah, we're both a little tired, but we're here to report about dreams, which is funny because we're going to record about dreams and then we're going to pass out and have some more dreams. Right. And possibly signs for things to expect from the podcast, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. But Sarah, what dreams do you feel like you have more than anything? Prophetic dreams. Yeah. yeah Sometimes. Yeah. Future events. Yes. A lot. I don't even know what kind of examples would be good examples, but I did have a dream about Kat the other night, which this hasn't happened yet because she hasn't published it, but I did dream that she was going to write some books. Yeah, which is something I've always wanted to do. When I was a little kid, I wrote a little book about a cartoon mouse. My mm-hmm. brother drew the mouse and I wrote the book. And I've started a book, I think, four or five different times. And I just have not been able to nail exactly what I want to put in that book. Hmm. So that's interesting. I um, I have prophetic dreams sometimes. But you guys know me. I'm on this healing journey full force. And um, unfortunately, on the healing journey, we have to go through a lot of past things. And when I dream, it is always people from my past, places from my past. Um, I have shoved down a lot of memories and have a lot of repressed memories that come back up in dreams, which sucks. I'm not going to lie to you. There are so many mornings 
where I'm being challenged by the dreams that I just had. I'll wake up and, and this has happened ever since I was little. I have a really hard time separating dreams from reality. If I have a nightmare or an unsettling dream or repressed memories coming up in dreams, it takes me hours and sometimes a whole day to shake out of that. Do you know why that is? No. Why? You do know why it is, but I don't think that you know the answer that the answer that you would give. Right. So why that is, is because our dreams are actually what we're living out in the spiritual realm. Some weird stuff going on then. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> in dreams, even though they're messages, they can't be clear messages because that affects our free will. If our spirit guides show up in our dreams and they say, Sarah, at five o'clock today, I need you to drive to Yogi Drive and look at a building on it. And there's going to be somebody standing outside that's going to rent a space to you for yoga. Show up. That takes the whole point of coming here away mm -hmm. because we come here to learn how to follow these signs, to learn how to follow our intuition and believe in where we're being led by the universe. So dreams have to show to us in metaphors a lot of times, and we have to then pick that apart. But what's really good now is you go on Google and you can find anything. I had mm -hmm. a dream a few nights ago about chicken tenders. And I was able to find out the meaning of chicken tenders. I had a dream that I was delivering pizzas. Oh, wow. Well, I, was, I, don't, I don't know what that means. But. I was at the cafeteria at Hogwarts. Oh. Ordering uh, chicken tenders. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, you have some weird dreams. <sighs> I love, though, that with my dreams now, I have people constantly asking me, did you dream last night? <laughs> Everybody wants to know, like, what is my future? Because um, I think I've mentioned on a couple other episodes where I had a dream about a friend. Uh, I thought she was pregnant. Text her the next day. Found out the next day she was pregnant. And she just asked me, how did you know that? I said, I don't know. I had a dream. And then the other dream that I had mentioned where uh, I have another friend who has a now boyfriend. And I dreamt that they moved in together. And then six months later, they ended up moving in together. And then I had another dream where I had a specific person that I talked to that I hadn't seen her in a long, long time. And I ended up talking to her in real life. And that's just 1% of the dreams that I have had that have come true. Yeah, you have had a lot. And she has a paper trail. Because like we said, we text each other. I'll wake up at 6 o'clock, 5.30 sometimes. Yeah. She'll wake up in the middle of the night sometimes. Thank God I put my phone on Do Not Disturb. <laughs> I have to text it to you <laughs> while I remember it or else I'm going to forget. Yeah. And that's another thing is it is so important to keep a dream journal. And it can be a pain in the butt. I'll tell you guys, it can be a pain in the butt because sometimes you just need to hop out of bed. And especially if you take time to meditate in the morning, if you have a lot of dreams, this is for me, I work on lucid dreaming. So my dreams are always so vivid and so detailed that sometimes it takes me so long to write all that stuff out. But if you don't go ahead and write it when you first wake up, you lose that memory. You lose the little details, and that could be a really important message for you. And if you keep a dream journal, you'll start to see reoccurring themes popping up here and there. Like I'm starting to see purple butterflies in a lot of my dreams. Mm. I'm starting to see them in real life. Purple butterflies. Purple and butterflies. Did you look up purple butterflies? Yeah, so purple butterflies, I think it means change for the better. Hmm. Or like extra strength to help you through something difficult mm -hmm. because I'm always healing. I'm always going through the waves and things like that where you're seeing it over and over and over again because usually colors mean certain things. If it's an animal, it'll mean 
something specific. Oh, I've had so many animals popping into my dreams. I've never had that many dreams with animals. Well, it must want to get something specific to you because sometimes mm -hmm. dreams can be tricky too because sometimes it'll show us someone who is not actually them. Mm -hmm. Like, have you ever had a dream where you're looking at someone in the dream where it may look like me, but it feels like somebody different? Yes. So that is where your dreams are trying to tell you it could be somebody closely related to me or someone that reminds you of mm. me. But it can't show you who that person is in the dream because it, it can't interfere with free will. So if it shows us that person in the dream, you're going to know it's about them. The message is about them. What about the dreams that you dream that you are talking to the person you think it is, but they don't look like themselves? Yeah, it's the same thing. Same thing. Okay. Yeah, it just can't show you who it is specifically, but you feel it. So dreams teach you more than anything to trust your inner wisdom because in dreams, everything is about the feeling. It's mm -hmm. not so much about what you see. It's what you feel. Yeah. Because, and I'm sure everyone can relate to this. Like I said, when I wake up in the morning, sometimes it takes me all day to shake off that feeling mm -hmm. because it feels so real, so real. Because it is real. Mm -hmm. You're living out your life in other dimensions when you sleep. We are spiritual beings. When we go to sleep, our spirit doesn't sleep. That's the time our spirit can roam free and do whatever it wants. So a lot of us as volunteers and light workers, when we go to sleep, our spirit will go in other dimensions to help heal or, you know, whatever. Because... I have had dreams where I'll be in the Middle East and I'll be trying to save people and it'll be either war or something like that. And those types of dreams where they're so random, they don't have anything to do with anything happening in my yeah. life currently. I think that that's my spirit going somewhere else and helping wherever I need to help. But I go back to childhood stuff a lot. And I stay in the present future. Yep. You can tell a lot by where someone is at on their spiritual journey, too. Because I go back to the past a lot because I have a lot of things to heal from my past. And I know that a lot of my past has shaped who I am now. It's instilled the fear that I have now, the insecurity that I have now. And I'm hyper aware of those things in my daily life. So whatever you're hyper aware of in daily life, you're probably going to dream about it more than likely. So I have a lot of dreams at my childhood home. I always have dreams of people from high school, the same people. And a couple of them, I have figured out one especially was someone who I was not close with in school. I went to a really, really small school, so we knew everyone. So I knew this person, but we were never friends. We were never enemies, but, you know, just somebody I didn't really interact with a whole lot, but they were in my class. And come to find out, I really think this person is a spirit guide. Hmm. And I think that that person showed up in my life, K through 12, the time when I really needed support around. And even though we didn't directly interact with each other, the energy exchange is there. It's all about the energy exchange. 
and I dream about this person all the time. Sometimes I will be looking for them and I'll finally find them and I'm so happy and at peace, like, oh my gosh, I found you. Because our spirit guides are also working too. We're multidimensional beings. So our spirit guides can be living people. Yes, absolutely. Yep. And spirit guides can also show up in little random places. So, and this doesn't have anything to do with dreams. We're branching off. <laughs> but, I, you know, it is important. This is how we talk. Yep. So my husband and I visit New York once, twice a year, usually, because that's where he's from. We'll go up to upstate New York. And we always go to the same hibachi place every time because it's delicious. And it was his favorite growing up. And we went there. We were seated by ourselves. But then this family comes up where it's a husband and a wife and a daughter. And it just feels like we know them. It, I swear, have I seen you before? Mm. That kind of feeling. But we have never met these people. And they ended up talking about um, the husband was actually originally from the town next to my husband. Mm-hmm. But then he moved to Phoenix. And everybody knows I'm obsessed with Sedona. Mm-hmm. But he moved to Phoenix for a little while, hated it, and then moved back to upstate New York. And then we ran into him. And they had so many things that mirrored us. You know, the one kid. And just so happens he has connections to upstate New York and Arizona, Mm. you know, and they just felt so familiar. Mm -hmm. So in times like that, where you look at somebody and you're like, where have I seen them before? Like, they just look so familiar. It's not that you've seen them before. They look like somebody you've seen. The way that you feel, you know that you know them. Mm -hmm. There's a connection there. So when that happens to me, I think that's one of my guides coming in in a physical body to tell me, I'm here with you. We yeah. are here. Because there are times during this journey where we feel so disconnected from that, where we're so lost. And we say, where's my help? I'm supposed to have all of this help and this team behind me. Where are you? Yeah. And in those moments, they'll actually show up as physical people that you've never met. I think Dolores Cannon calls them background people. Mm. They'll come into the body of a background person and they'll come in and tell you something so inspiring and you're just left there. Wow. That one random person just changed my entire day. Why do you think that is? Everything happens for a reason. Yep. But spirit guides show up in our dreams the same way. And I wholeheartedly believe that that person was a spirit guide for me. And it, it's funny who it is, you know, because I would never have thought that. Mm-hmm. But they are in like 95% of my dreams. Wow. Usually always there. And I'm really happy to see them mm-hmm. every time. Do you find yourself daydreaming a lot? Oh, yeah. Not just with the ADHD, but. Yeah, just daydreaming I mean I try to be in the present as much as possible Mm -hmm. but yeah I do daydream a lot and um, even then we don't have to dream to astral travel so when we daydream and we are in that kind of autopilot alpha brainwave state our spirit would go off during that time too and do different things so that's where deja vu will sometimes come in 
you've literally already done what you're doing in another dimension. So that's mm -hmm. when you have deja vu because you're doing it again in this dimension because as we go through these different dimensions, we're living out the same circumstances, but we're making different choices. So some things fall in line. That's where you get deja vu. But daydreaming, kind of the same thing where our spirit has to leave for a second. We don't really know why, but it needs to be somewhere else for now. So we'll kind of go on autopilot mm -hmm. when we drive. Oh, I do that a lot. I'm like, yeah. wait, how did I get here? Yeah, <laughs> I think everybody does that. And I don't know if it's the movement of it. I don't know what causes that. But a lot of people go on autopilot when they drive. And their spirit will be somewhere else. Mm. But, you know, you still have your team making sure you don't get in a car crash. Yeah. You know, you can snap back out of it. I uh, find myself that I daydream sometimes, I guess I could say. I mean, I guess if you consider daydreaming, like, dreaming about I don't know I I kind of more think about like current situations if that makes sense mm -hmm. I guess you can consider that daydreaming I don't really like sit there and think about this is how I want my life to be you know like I think about more like how real life is actually being played out mm -hmm. for different situations so is that I don't know yeah because but is that considered daydreaming or is that Trying to solve problems. Well, it could be both. Mm. It could absolutely be both. I love it when both. Kat says that. It could be both. <laughs> it's like watering a plant. You're either overwatering it or you're underwatering it. But which one? <laughs> now you just got to find the middle. <laughs> because there are infinite possibilities. And when we daydream, I think it is kind of like our spirit seeing what decision we want to do next. It's almost like we're playing out the different scenarios, the different dimensions that we could go into. We're choosing which plane we want to be on when we daydream. Because when you daydream about, oh, well, if I make a decision to go here instead of here, you are daydreaming about which one is going to best suit you. You're either going to go into the dimension of going to place A or going to the dimension of going to place B. But in your mind, when you're daydreaming, you're playing out both of those scenarios. But that's a super deep conversation. And I don't know if everybody wants to get that deep. I'm throwing out a whole lot of stuff. But mm -hmm. when we talk about dreams, we're going to get kind of deep because it really is going into alternate dimensions because now they're saying there are infinite universes. There are infinite dimensions. We're only aware of four currently. And a lot of people aren't even up to date with this information. A lot of people think that we are still operating from third dimensional consciousness, but we are not. Mm. We are in fourth dimensional consciousness, ascending to fifth dimensional. So as you've heard us talk before about 5D, 5D is fifth dimensional consciousness, and fifth dimensional consciousness is operating from a state of love, acceptance, compassion, love for yourself, love for others, love for every living being. And when you're operating from fifth dimensional energy, you have access to a lot more of this stuff like clairvoyance, prophetic dreams, going into past lives. But right now, we're kind of in like a tunnel in space, going through fourth dimensional consciousness where we are a lot of us are trudging up a lot of past stuff. But our dreams will be the number one thing to tell us where we're at because we can run away from things and avoid things and we can believe 
that we're in fifth dimensional consciousness. As soon as you lay your head down to sleep and you have a dream, you'll find out exactly where you are. Hmm. Because right now, how I say I dream a lot about the past, here recently, I've been having more dreams about present stuff or future stuff because I rarely even dream about my daughter. I never have dreams about you. Mm-hmm. Which I do take offense to, just saying. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> it sucks because I sure do have you in my dreams a lot. Well, it tells me, though, I'm looking in the past too much. I need to stop looking so much in the past because I feel like I'm in a place in my healing. I don't have to open that door anymore. Mm-hmm. I did. There was a point in my healing journey where it was important that I opened that door and I learned those things because it opened me up to a lot of stuff that I've been ignoring, which I've been able, I've been able to come out of. Mm-hmm. But now I'm having more dreams about present things, about my daughter, different things with um, work and stuff like that. So my dreams are telling me now you're almost done healing because I'm actually in a part now where I'm back at my childhood home, but I'm packing up in the dream. Like I'm packing a suitcase, I'm running around like crazy, trying to make sure I have everything ready to go. And what's funny is one of my childhood friends was in this dream and I told her in the dream oh my gosh, it's already 10.30 at night. What time do you have to be home? Like, I haven't even packed yet. And she told me in the dream, it's okay, take your time. Mm. And I think, to me, that is my higher self telling me, you can pack everything up, you can run out of your childhood whenever you want at this point, but if you're not ready, you can take your time. It's okay if you aren't ready to put that stuff behind you yet. You can take your time because it's a journey where for somebody like me, like, I want to get it over with now. Mm -hmm. I want to be healed right now. And I do everything I can to heal myself right now. Mm -hmm. And it just doesn't work that way. It's been 35 years of this and it's going to take me more time to get out of it. So I'll probably have to deal with the repressed memories coming up in dreams a little bit more or things from the past a little bit more because I just keep saying I'm so ready to get out of that house. Well, have you ever had, like, even when you're having all the past dreams, dreams of the past, let me rephrase that, um, have you ever in any of these dreams had anything that's actually happened in real life come true? I have. Like prophetic dreams, not about the past, but yeah. the future. I have, but it's rare. You have so many more than I do. Mm. So many more. I think I've only had probably one or two where I've said, oh my gosh, I had a dream about this and it's coming true. Mm. Have you ever had progressive dreams? Where you pick off? Mm-hmm. Or oh. I've done that where like I'm getting up at night with my daughter, put her back in bed, I go back to sleep, and I actually end up like continuing the dream. Where you pick, you pick up where you left off. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I have had those, and I hate those. Oh. <laughs> but I have a lot of dreams from the past. That is how a lot of my repressed memories come up, mm. actually. And I hate it so much. Like, I love to dream because I love getting messages, but it's a double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. And if I have memories that really want to come up, I'll have them night after night after night, and I'll pick up right where I left off the night before. See, I'm the opposite because I like to see what's going to happen. I've actually woken up, like, 
in the middle of the night, put her back in bed, and I was like, man, I got to finish that dream. I need to know what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I have had one or two like that. Yeah. But I'm, I'm ready to start having more positive dreams. And when I am aware of it, I will ask before I go to sleep because you can set the intention of what you want to dream about. And usually I set my intention as give me whatever messages I need to help me through this time right now. Mm -hmm. But here recently I have made an intention because I'm so tired of having dreams from the past. It really does wear down my energy a lot. And here recently I've been asking for more positive dreams. Can you just give me more positive dreams and show me what I have to look forward to? And I have had some pretty powerful dreams that way. And they feel so real. I'm going to have to do that. So I'm a couple of them. I'm going to see how they play out. I'm going to see if they actually come true. Because there's one especially that felt so real. Hmm. So real. Like it's already happened. I have a question. When you wake up coughing, have you ever woke up coughing? Mm-hmm. What is that? Releasing something? Releasing an energy? Oh, don't even think about telling me something bad. (laughs) I'm not sure if I want to jump into this on this episode. You know what? I'm just going to put it right on out there. So, yes, you could be releasing something. Absolutely. You could have just choked on your freaking spit and just started started choking. Then snoring and then... (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) So it could just be something as simple as that. Um, But for me personally, I know I'm taking a lot at night. Because I have... Ooh, she just dumped nose deep. Yeah, and we'll go deeper into this. And <laughs> and um, this is something that will be on this podcast. We are going to talk about ETs, a.k.a. aliens. I've said on past podcast episodes, I really dove deep into extraterrestrial life. And, you know, life on other planets. And how they've been coming here for decades. And... Abduction stories that sound a whole lot like things that have happened to me. And I've had dreams and I've had visions and little clippets of memories of being taken at night. So you think the coughing is from... I don't know. I That's something that you would have to figure out. But for me... Mm-hmm. Because we've talked about this, how I move energy is through my sinuses a lot. Mm-hmm. And when we are taken at night and we go into higher vibrational frequencies than what our body is used to, our body is going to react to that. So I'll wake up sometimes and I'll know I'm moving all of that energy through my sinuses when I'm coughing, sneezing, blowing my nose a lot. And it comes out of nowhere where I shouldn't be having an allergic reaction to anything. We make sure our bedroom is like allergy free. For the most part. Mm -hmm. But I've come to know this about myself. That when I'm moving a lot of higher vibrational energy. It comes through my sinuses. And when we're taken. We go into higher vibrational energy. Because we aren't capable of doing that here on earth. That we know of. Mm -hmm. But yeah. You guys can watch a national conference. With Dr. Stephen Greer. For more information about that. Because we have a lot of technology. UFO technology that's been reverse engineered that our government has been using. But to our knowledge, and our bodies, our physical bodies, have not consciously been aware of being in that type of energy. Mm. So when we go into that energy, our bodies react. So sometimes coughing is something. 
I would say look for markings on your body because sometimes there'll be markings on your body, but sometimes they don't stay for very long. Like you may have a red mark for a couple of hours or something like that because I've actually woken up feeling like, and this wasn't too long ago, like sometimes I, I wake up feeling like I've run a marathon mm-hmm. and I haven't, I've been asleep, but my body is so sore, like I've run a freaking marathon, but probably last week, the whole left side of my body felt like it had just been thrown against something. Like I was dropped or mm-hmm. something from way up, which is not what happened, you know. But in those times where I'm feeling pain or certain sensations in my body, where I have no idea where that came from. I didn't do anything the day before to exert myself like that. Mm-hmm. Our bodies are adjusting to the energy that we were in during our sleep. Mm-hmm. And if you read Dolores Cannon's books, especially The Custodians is a really good one to read if you want to learn more about what happens to us in the middle of the night. Because I hate to tell you, just like we're finding, trying to find life on Mars, we're trying to find ways that life can be supported on Mars. Because mm-hmm. to our scientists, it looks like our planet is dying and we may need to evacuate here soon. So think about it, guys. We live in an infinite universe. Look at everything that we have yet to explore in our universe. There has to be more life out there. Mm-hmm. And obviously, they are a lot more evolved than we are. So how do you think our planet got started? It could have been another species similar to us to say, hey, this is a habitable planet. Let's create life. So I think that we all have ties to ETs, and that is where a lot of our blood comes from. So if we were seated here by other species, don't you think that they would come and check up on us? make sure we're running correctly, make sure they're aiding in our healing. Because imagine how much work goes into creating an entire planet and all of the species that live on Earth. Because if you think about it, I mean, you have humans, but look at all the other species, the plant life, insects, mammals. There are so many different species that live on this Earth. It was all created by something. And I would think that they would want to check up on us. And the only time that they can check up on us is while we're sleeping because we can't consciously be aware of them right now. We are not in that point in our human evolution to where we can be aware of these other species yet. But if you're watching the news, it's about to happen. So everybody that's calling me crazy for talking about aliens right now, you just wait. Because there is so much going on right now behind the scenes in our government where they are scrambling, trying to see how they're going to approach ETs coming to our planet because they are already here and they are about to make themselves known. And I, I only know this because of a lot of dreams I have mm-hmm. and a lot of feelings that I have. Well, we've talked about progressive dreams. We've talked about prophetic dreams, healing dreams, which, you know, you're healing from the past, Mm -hmm. reoccurring dreams, Mm -hmm. which I have had where I've had reoccurring dreams of where I can't open my eyes. And now I know what all those dreams meant. And I was having those before I even went through my awakening. Mm -hmm. So you weren't seeing clearly. Yeah. I was being awakened because I, yeah. Oh, 
<laughs> uh, nightmares, the lucid dreams we talked about. There's also false awakening dreams and then daydreams. You want to know something else I just thought about, too? Hmm. I'm trying to think of reoccurring dreams that a lot of people have. If you find yourself in movement in dreams, in a car, in an oh, elevator, on a, bike. on a bike, I'm always on a bike. So you need to upgrade your wheels, girl. <laughs> you need to upgrade your wheels. Time for Range Rover. There you go. Because if we're in... Get off that fucking bike. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But yeah, usually if we're if we're moving in a dream, it's showing us how we're progressing spiritually. <laughs> oh man, I'm on a bike. So you're on a bike. Hey, good thing it's not a unicycle. It could be worse. <laughs> but I find myself on elevators a lot. <laughs> That's worse than a bike. No, because elevators to me it's like I'm traveling directly to that next dimension. Oh. But if I'm going up, then I'm moving up spiritually. If I'm going down, I'm regressing No wonder you don't dream about me. I'm on my bike, pedaling my ass off, trying to catch up to your elevator. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hang on, cat. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. I swear. I'm <laughs> I wish it was a unicycle now. <laughs> I mean, in one of my dreams, it was a smaller bike. Me, so. Me. <laughs> Oh, well, man. I'm usually... Oh, what about dreams where you're always in a house? Like, you're. it seems like you're always themed in a home, home, a house. Well, I would think that a house is a place of safety. Hmm. Is it a home, your home now? Or different? No, it's always different homes. I'm in different homes sometimes, too. Um, usually, that's the state of mind that you're in. So, uh. if I find myself at my childhood home, that's the state of mind I'm in. But I've also seen myself in a new home that is huge and they're installing floors, they're doing window shutters and all that because I am building my reality of abundance right now. Hmm. So if I go to that home, I know that I'm building something towards my future because I do have reoccurring dreams of that specific home sometimes, but it's not a lot. So I'll skip there sometimes when I really am on a good track. But I will say, though, with the elevator, I've had dreams where the elevator will be moving so fast and I'll be, like, falling down in the elevator. You know, oh, my God, I'm holding yeah. on. Usually I've got people with me, which are usually my spirit guides. But I had a dream not too long ago that I was on an elevator with wooden floorboards where it was just slats. Mm-hmm. And then there was like that plastic that they put over homes in the elevator. So obviously the elevator wasn't all there. Mm. I haven't put together my my way up yet. Mm. I'm working my way up, but I don't have the whole thing put together yet. I'm still building. But I find myself in cars a lot, usually in my husband's truck mm. a lot of the time. And sometimes which I was just reading a dream to you today where I was getting into a car and I it started moving unexpectedly because yeah, I forgot to put backwards. it in park. Yep, I forgot to put it in park. So it started moving backwards unexpectedly. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 I don't want to go backwards. And then I'm like, oh, I got to put it in park. But then in that dream, I actually got out of the car and I told the person who was supposed to be getting in the car with me, I actually really don't feel like driving right now. Do we have to leave right now? So I think that that's my subconscious saying, 
I really don't feel like dealing with this wounding yet. Can we hold off for a little bit? Because maybe me exploring that wounding would have set me backwards. Mm -hmm. So I pick well, apart my dreams all the time. Don't worry. I ain't catching up yet. I'm going to sell this bike, get me a Range Rover, and then I'll catch right on up to you. There you go. I hope you have a dream about a Range Rover tonight. I probably will. Yeah, but if you're on an airplane, you're doing really good. And if you're flying, you're doing really, really, really good. I have good. dreams that I'm falling. Is that the same? No. Okay. Never mind. Let's yeah. not get into that. <laughs> if you have a dream that you're falling, you could be digressing too. Well, I haven't had a dream that I was falling in a long okay. time. Good. But I have had dreams where I was falling. Right. Right. I've had dreams that I was falling too. Yeah. Lately, I'm just on bikes. So. Yeah. Or walking. <laughs> Yeah. It doesn't get any better. Well, hey. Yet, but it will. But look at the difference I, between you and I, though. I mean, you're very, like, flowy. You do have some resistance. But some. <laughs> <laughs> some. But for me, I am, like, head on with this shit. I am, like, I will do whatever I have to do to feel better. Because I have felt like shit my whole life. And mm -hmm. I am tired of it. I am ready for my abundance. I am ready for my bliss. I am ready for my joy. I'm ready to help people mm -hmm. because that's where I am in my journey. Not, I haven't met anybody, not a single soul that does it like I do. Maybe one, maybe one other person who is similar to me to where she is cramming information all the time, reading all the time, healing all the time. Because some people that's, that's our journey. Is it healthy? I have no idea. I have no idea because there are some days when I really don't think it's healthy. And I need to bring it back a little bit. Maybe spend that day doing some painting. Maybe buy a unicycle. <laughs> <laughs> but I, um, I encourage people to go slower and not do it like me. Because even though I have so much magic happening in my life all the time, which is wonderful, I love these mystical experiences, it is so much on my energy sometimes that I really have to question, is this good for me? All of this overhealing, is it good? But it's my journey. So, yes, you are absolutely catching up. But you're catching up at your own pace to what you can handle right now so you don't go effing crazy. Mm -hmm. because if you lived in my head for a day I wouldn't be able to I think everybody would go crazy I don't know how I do it but dreams help me a lot it it really does help me a lot and I I like to chase after those mystical experiences and I know that in order to get them I have to pick myself apart mm. so the dreams help me with that like how I said earlier I'm on my way to lucid dreaming I want to be able to lucid dream and I am right at the cusp because there are different stages to lucid dreaming. So at first you have to set the intention before you go to sleep. I'm going to lucid dream. And there is dream yoga hmm. that you can do, which is pretty much building up to uh, lucid dreaming. You have to do certain meditations and stuff like that. And you tell yourself tonight is going to be the night that I realize I'm dreaming. And I'm going to be able to control it. And it, it takes some learning to get there. But how I said I'm right on the cusp, I'm starting to show myself in my dreams that something is weird. 
and not normal dream weird. So I've had this happen two major times. So one time I was actually in a car with Natalie, Natalie, mm-hmm. who we just had a guest on the show. And I was driving and, it, you know, we were just going along. She was in the back seat. And then all of a sudden, like a snap, she's in the driver's seat and I'm in the back. Mm. And she says to me, Kat, isn't that weird? You were just driving. So I'm trying to flag myself in my head. Something's weird here. But I was flagging myself in the dream to think that something's weird. In reality, that wouldn't happen. We wouldn't be able to just switch like that. And in the dream, I looked at her and I said, oh, that is weird. But then I kept it moving. I kept the dream going. And usually you would wake up when that happens. When you start to see that it's weird, your higher self will wake you up. Because technically, we're not supposed to do that Mm. in the 3D world. But we're going to 5D, so now we're able to do it more. But I had another dream where I stepped out on my front porch and the bottom half of the sky was still and the top half of the sky was spinning. Wow. And I said, then that's weird. But then I kept it moving. So eventually I'm hoping to get to a point where I say, that's weird. I'm dreaming. I can control this. Mm-hmm. Because lucid dreaming, once you become aware that it's a dream, you can do whatever you want. If you want to fly, you want to swim in the ocean. If you want to ride bikes. Right, teleport. <laughs> you can do all of that stuff in lucid dreaming. Mm. But it takes some time to program your brain to do that. What else is funny, too is there are also like literal things in dreams where it's not always like this bigger meaning or sign. Like sometimes I'll be searching for a bathroom mm-hmm. because I have to pee so bad. Mm-hmm. So I just need to get up and go pee. So it's not necessarily a sign, which it can be. Because well. if you see like a clogged toilet in your dream, then you're clogging some stuff up inside of you that you need to release. But, like, I had a dream, the same dream when I was in Hogwarts. I I had to pee when I was about to get my chicken tenders. But I had to pee so bad (laughs) I didn't get my chicken tenders. But I went around the dream looking for toilet paper. But I never woke up. I've had dreams where I have to go to the bathroom and I'm just about to see somebody. But I have to go to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. So I never end up seeing that person. Always make sure to pee before you go to bed, guys. Yep. Don't drink tea. Yeah, and something else funny, too, um, and I remember this from being really little. Uh, My mom used to have cats, and there was one time where I was asleep, and I actually had a dream that I was about to be attacked by a lion, Mm -hmm. and I woke up with the cat clawing the crap out of my foot. So my dream knew that he was coming, and I woke up, and then, bam, he's attacking my foot. Well, I've had dreams like that where... um... There's a rat in my dream, and I'll wake up, like, hitting the bed because I think it's right there. Mm-hmm. You want to know something funny that I did one time? I had a dream that I was getting ice cream, and I woke up <laughs> I woke up with my arm straight up in the air, like, reaching for the ice cream from the ice cream truck. Wow. And I woke up like, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> I, well, I had a dream truck. the other night when I was putting my daughter in bed. I was asleep. I was laughing in my dream, and it woke me up. I don't even know what I was dreaming about. Yeah, I do that too Weird sometimes. Weird stuff, man. 
yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff in dreams. I'm sure that we could talk forever about all the weird stuff that happens in dreams. Mm -hmm. uh, We'd definitely like to hear about some of your dreams, everybody out there. If you uh, have had any interesting dreams, prophetic dreams, lucid dreams, you name it, send us a message. We'd yeah, love we're to happy, hear about it. We're happy to help you pick those apart, too. Yeah. I love looking into dreams. Me too, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think we're going to wrap it up. I cannot believe that we are already on the last episodes of season one. Mm -hmm. It's unbelievable that it just feels like yesterday that we, we started, started this podcast. <laughs> it's insane. But we've, we've got some good stuff coming up, and then we're going to take a short break. We are going to start season two big with some big guests, some mm -hmm. big topics. We're going to go into more metaphysical topics, which I'm super excited about. And I know nothing about. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be here to learn with you guys. We're so excited. Thank you for joining us until this point, And hopefully you've enjoyed all the information that you've gotten so far. On our next and last episode of season one, we are going to take all the information that we've gathered so far and put it all together in some rituals. I love rituals. We don't necessarily need them, but they are wonderful to have on this journey. They're something that lets me know that my team is around and I'm supported. And it's just that extra icing on the top of the cake of self-care and self-love. If you have any rituals, we'd love to hear about them. So please leave us a comment on our Instagram page at Vibing Consciously Podcast. We'll make sure to add those on our next episode. Until next time. See you next time. Bye, guys. Thank you for joining us on this journey of self-discovery and healing. We hope the discussions and practices we've shared have helped you raise your vibration and find more peace and balance in your life. Remember to be kind to yourself and listen to your body and trust the process. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on social media at Vibing Consciously Podcast for more insights and inspiration. If you have any suggestions for future topics or guests, we'd love to hear from you. Until next time, keep shining your light and spreading your love and positivity wherever you go. Namaste.